Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. All views expressed by speakers on The Bean Pod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on The Bean Pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka The Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, The Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to tell you how we would spend $10,000 to make a new crypto portfolio. Because we get that question asked all the time. Like literally we were skiing the other day. And one of the first questions was a guy in the chairlift was like, I have, so guys, I have $10,000. Like, how should I spend on crypto? Because we were telling them like what we do and all that stuff. And yep. like, man, we should do a podcast on this. It's you get asked all the time. It's a very common question. It might not always be $10,000. It might be like, you know, I have 5k, give me five coins. I have 1k, give me three coins. And it's never an easy answer because it does matter how much money you're putting in, what your risk tolerance is, you know, we, we did that episode a few weeks ago about the crypto bull run and all the, the different, uh, how, to, how to invest in the, the crypto beginner. It all comes down to your risk tolerance, how much money you have. But for the purpose of today's episode, we're going to pretend we just got sent $10,000 to create a new portfolio based on our preferences, our risk tolerance. This is how we would do it. Yeah. And if you have $1,000, just divide everything by 10. You have $100, yeah. $100 divided again. So. For sure. I mean, you don't want to have too many coins. You don't want to have one coin in your portfolio. Josh and I's portfolios aren't going to be the same, but this is just our personal preference. You have to go down to doing your own research to find your portfolios. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, we, basically we're going to talk about some of our favorite projects today. And even do it, like doing the research for this, because I, I, have a, I do have a few dollars on the sidelines right now waiting for that perfect opportunity. Mm. And creating this list wasn't easy. Yeah. You know, and, the, and even if these three projects that I'm about to tell you or the four or five that Shane's about to tell you, doesn't mean that these are the the Bible. There's so many good projects out there. This is just one way of doing it. So yeah, it was really hard to like narrow down, you know, my my personal top fifty projects to twenty to ten, and then to however many I actually put in portfolio. <laughs> yeah, it was like I was like kind of like a tear came down. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't when wanna... I had to scratch off old faithful, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to exclude. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, why don't why don't you start yeah, off? Sure. Why don't you tell us? why you created the portfolio you did like how many how many how many coins you got okay. in there so I, I chose i chose three different projects okay. the reason i did this was if you have ten thousand dollars you probably have some money like ten thousand ten thousand dollars it's pretty substantial for you to be investing into crypto right yep. so my thinking is instead of going too thin and doing like 10 projects and putting a thousand in each one because if a, if a, a one project goes up ten percent on a thousand dollars, it's like great. I made a hundred dollars. But if I do it over three projects mm. and I have three thousand dollars in, and a ten percent gain happens, it's three hundred, right? For sure. But you're still kind of spread out, so you're you're not risking. But everything. on the flip side, if one of your projects goes down a lot, you can lose. A, you can. So the less projects you have in your portfolio in general, the higher risk, higher return. A hundred percent. It's the you know the balance of over diversifying or under diversifying. Yeah. And from my my three picks, you'll understand I'm a risky guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so one of them that I I I've really been put on lately. It's a really small cap gem in my opinion. It's Sombra Network. Right. Uh, the reason I like Sombra Network so much is the massive hype around the metaverse. And to me, this NFT marketplace is so much different from all the others. This is 
a place where you can come and you can choose an artist, you know? Uh, it's not the 10,000 unique NFTs at 0.05 ETH. Yep. It's, you have some <clears throat> some avatar, these are unique NFT avatars, single mint, mm. um, that are going to be used in the in the metaverse. So you can create what you're going to look like in the metaverse. And they're using visual effects studios. Yep. High quality, amazing looking avatars. And you can get one, you can get an avatar for one BNB. There's someone there for like 22 BNB. So they're all different. Mm. What I really like about them too is the fact that it's their ecosystem, right? So they have this company called Bonfire NYC. And they do Hollywood visual effects for PayPal. They do it for Samsung, mm. all these really big companies. I crumble. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Yep. And they just recently had some uh, par- a partnership with the NFL. They're yeah, that, like, that's nuts. This is a 13 million market cap NFT company that's going to be creating single mint avatars for the metaverse. And they have a partnership with the NFL. Yeah. Incredible. That's incredible. I've been following that company as well. And as soon as I saw that they had a partnership with the NFL, I immediately invested. Yeah. Um, I think it's an absolute gem. Yeah. And it's cross chain. So it's Solana, it's Ethereum, and it's also the Sombra uh, app that allows you to swap as well. So it's all inclusive and you can do anything on it. It's a definition of a small cap motherfucking gem. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm doing quite well on this investment already. So yeah. every time I get a chance, I keep adding more. So how much How much of the 10K was in Sombra? Right. So <clears throat> what I would do across my three projects, I would dollar cost average in. I'd probably put $1,000 in today mm-hmm. and then maybe another $1,000 in a week or two. Yep. And then another $1,000. So I would spread it. These three companies, I would equally divide my 10K right. to $3,333. Yeah. And then just dollar cost average in cool. in equal portions. Yep. Okay. So 33% in each position. That's right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So Somber Network one, what is the second one? Second one I got is IOS. Mm, love IOS. I love IOS. It's been doing quite well as of late. We've been preaching it a ton in the Beanstalk Discord oh, yeah. on all our videos nonstop. That thing was hovering around 22 cents for fucking ages. Yeah. And we were posting about it, making video after video. And then, and then boom, up like 300 400%. Excellent. Yeah. So, so people in the uh, Beanstalk Discord have done very well off that one. That's an excellent one. And what I like about this, again, it, it, it ties into the metaverse. It's the fact that it's a decentralized video streaming platform, mm. it's content delivery. It's, um, you're going to need so much data and bandwidth and the current content delivery method that the, the centralized version that they're using right now, I don't think it's going to be able to keep up with for sure, especially the way that the video streaming is going. So compound annual growth rate of video content is going up 21%. So it's supposed to be $300 billion market by right. 2028. So the That's fact that they have like this, <clears throat> this new peer to peer way of getting data sent to uh, other users mm. and using the unused band- bandwidth, I yeah. think is such an amazing play. 100%. You know why I like IOs? Why is that? They're partnered with Qualcomm. They and went through the NVIDIA accelerator program. So they're already working with two of the big, biggest tech companies in the world. Yeah. I mean, just right there, you know, we, Josh and I always talk about find companies that have triple A partnerships yeah. because one, you already, you know, they're legit for sure. 100% legit company. And if they're working with those big companies, it just gives them one, a heads up leg up against competition. Um, and it's, it's somewhere where I'm more comfortable parking my money. Yeah. Cause they get the marketing doll. They get marketing support, access to venture capitalists easier, the yep. parts, components, Technology, all these things, right? It's, so. it's, a, it's huge. Um, they also launched their mainnet V1 
this month. Yeah, big iOS tube. Yeah, yep. so that that's huge, right? Mm-hmm. It's like they're going live now. Like things are starting to happen, and like it's just incredible. So when I look at their market cap again, trying to find a low cap gem mm-hmm. against an, a competitor, I look at Theta. Theta's market cap is six point four billion. Yeah, it's crazy. When you look at when you look at IOs, it's two hundred mil. Right. It's right. So a fraction. It's a fraction. So that's a way, good one that could 10x, 20x, 30x, exactly. right? So if you got your three grand in there, mm-hmm. it does a 10x, man, you're looking pretty pretty nice, right? Yep. No, that's a great pick. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and my last one, it's a bit, it's a, li- a little bit different from, you know, the metaverse space. And I think it's kind of been under the radar as of late because NFTs have been hot. The metaverse has been hot. This one is vector space AI. Um, of course. Got in, mentioned it in the Beanstalk Discord around $2.80 or so. Shot up to about 20 bucks, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And now it's come back down to about $9. So the reason I'm picking this one is the fact that it's low compared to its all-time high. And I think it's under the radar right now just due to the hype of everything else. (laughs) What I like about these guys is uh, their market cap, 300 mil. Okay. 300 mil. So it's pretty low. That could could easily 10x. Their circulating supply is one of the biggest. So when you look at like the tokenomics here, they have a 38 mil uh, circulating supply. 50% of all revenue through vector space AI is going to go to reducing the circuit. So based off of the math, it will go down to a 10 mil, right? 10 million. So the tokenomics are great. It's amazing. Right. So with data being the new oil, you know, the fact that this, so take this in, they find hidden relationships in data. So for example, Early on in the COVID-19 pandemic, vector space technology was able to analyze years of medical research, right? Using this AI. Yeah. And the findings to recommend a short list of substances that could possibly be used as treatment, helping scientists narrow down their research and save valuable time. Amazing. So the fact that you can use this on every platform, you know, the stock market can use it to figure out, oh, if there's a hurricane happening over here. Well, they're working with the S&P 500 and Morningstar, right? Two of the biggest financial companies in the world yep. to already provide stock analytics and data. That's what I mean. So I think this is this is kind of sitting under the radar right now, and it has a huge potential moving forward. Um, you know, the list of partners include PubMed, <clears throat> the United States of Department of Energy, the National Library of Medicine. Yeah. They worked with Microsoft, I think, or working Microsoft with Microsoft. Azure, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's just, there's so many amazing things occurring with this platform. Um, so I would spread it between Vector Space AI. <clears throat> and again, these are all like mid to low caps, yep. right? Vector yep. Space AI, IOs, and Sombra Network. I that's love it. My, that's my three. No, those are three gems, three gems that I think we both hold in our portfolio currently. Yep. Uh, we've talked about those in our TikToks, our Instagrams, our Twitter, and the Beanstalk Discord for months now. I think they're, it's, it's, um, it's a great three. As you said, it's a little bit of a riskier portfolio it because is, there's yeah, only three, but, sure. but that's fine. Like If you have the risk tolerance for it, it's a higher risk, high reward. Um, but that's great because that's one way that you can build a portfolio. I think a, a lot of the problems that I see with people that when they're first getting into crypto is one, they just want to buy Bitcoin and that's fine. Like, but you just have to manage your expectations if you're going to do it because you're not going to see a 10 X in the next, you know, it's just not going to happen. That, that, that boat has sailed. Yeah. Um, but then a lot of people also they'll put $5,000 and they want to buy 20, they want to buy 20 coins. They watch our videos. They see all of the, the, the projects we're posting about in Beanstalk, the discord, and they end up with $200 in IOs and a hundred dollars. It, it just doesn't make any sense. First of all, on Ethereum, your gas fees are going to kill you. 
because yeah. you got your transaction fee is going to be a hundred dollars to buy $120 worth of a project. It doesn't, doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. And two of these are, I think, a theory, like I think IOS and, and vector space are both. Yeah. Ethereum, ERC. So, yeah. So it just doesn't make sense. So I like, I like it that it's not over diversified. It's, it's risky, which I also like as well. Um, <laughs> so no, I think, I think it's great. But they're also companies that they have a use case and they should be around and they have demonstrated that they are performing. So for sure. No, I like it. What do you got? What are you looking at? So I, I did mine. It's mine's. It's a good comparison to yours. So I do also like the risk in my portfolio. Um, for this ten thousand portfolio, I built a slightly less risky portfolio with five positions. Yep. Uh, they're not all equally weighted either. So I went with one large cap, so like a top ten. I went with three mid caps, which is you know we we love mid caps. So there were so many to choose from, and I went with one risky small cap. Um, and I I denominated the ten thousand dollars differently on all three. So for the large cap, I know you already guessed it. I went with Solana. Mm, you know, yeah, I love Solana. Solana guy, yeah. um, out of all of, you know, the top five or 10 coins, I think Solana still has the most potential to grow as this bull run cycle and probably the next as well. If you listen to our Ethereum killers episode from a couple of weeks ago, you know why we love Solana. It's a potential Ethereum killer. It's faster. It's newer. It's um, lower transaction fees. It's seen insane adoption over the last six months. There's tons of new projects coming out on Solana. There's NFT marketplaces. You know, it's really taken over in popularity. It's blown Cardano out of the water. Um, So what I would do is I would say Solana is my only large cap in my portfolio, and I'd put $3,000 for Solana. I love Solana. And every time we talk, I I always put a little bit more in. Yeah. I mean... I think, you know, in this bull run, Ethereum could maybe do another two or three X. I think Solana could possibly do three, four, five X. Just, you know, things get really crazy because it's sitting at still a fraction of Ethereum. And at the moment, I see just a ton of use case and more projects coming out every week on Solana. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You spoke to Ethereum. Vitalik did just come out and talk, talked about, um, like you just said, that Ethereum could do another two or three X. Mm-hmm. Talked about ca- uh, some sort of software update to... Uh, cap the the Ethereum gas fees. Right. That would which be, be freaking huge. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my large cap is Solana and $3,000 going to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get into my mid caps. So my three mid caps, I'm putting $2,000 equally into all three. Um, so these are mid caps, you know, it's anything probably, you know, still top hundred projects, not top 10, probably all sitting around maybe 20, 30, top 50. This is by market cap. Um, so number one uh, that I've really been getting a lot into recently um, as it's been going up, um, although I invested in it previously, so I've made a good good bag off that, is Elrond Gold. Um, so they're basically like a, it's a super scalable blockchain and it's built for enterprises. And you know, we love investing in the enterprise blockchain. So things like Quant and HBAR, stuff like that. Things that are built for enterprises that are already working with huge corporations around the world. We love investing in those companies. Again, goes back to what we just said about IOs. A company that's working with big companies has a leg up. Um, so I think um, something like Solana is a blockchain that's at the moment very consumer facing. So, you know, you have NFT marketplaces mm. and wallets and exchanges and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's all kind of stuff that retail people are using. What Elrond is doing is more based on business solutions and big corporations have a lot of money. Yeah. So when they're start, they're going to have to, you know, putting all of their data and putting all their products onto the blockchain, you know, tokenization of all their assets, all that kind of stuff. It's all going to have to go into the blockchain. Companies like Elrond Gold are going to be the ones that are doing it. Yeah. And Uh, these projects talk too, right? Like you'll notice that some of the businesses that we speak to in the space, they know seven to 
fucking 20 other companies. Yep. So they're like, oh, what are you using? The way, how are you developing things? They're talking. Like, For sure. And they, when they have billions of dollars or hundreds of millions of dollars, mm. goes a long way. And the place where I see Elrond Gold at right now is where Solana was when it just started exploding. Maybe, you know, four or five months ago, whatever it was. What's the market cap right now? You... Um, Elrond Gold offhand, I don't know, but it's, it's like a top top 50 coin. Okay. Um, but what I love about it is you're just starting to see the adoption. So they've just started to bring out NFT marketplaces. They've just started to ha- see their, the launch pads and the projects are all now coming out on Elrond Gold. So it was the kind of like one of those hype-based projects for the past six months. But over the last month and a half, everything has changed and the price has reflected that. So I see a long runway for Elrond Gold to continue running. Are you looking it up now? Yeah, I'm just trying to see if I can find up here. Um, yeah, so Elrond, what are they sitting at? Seven bill. Seven bill, right? <clears throat> so what, what's it ranked? Uh, 29. 29. So, I mean, I just think that there's a huge potential for yeah, that to for become sure. a top 20 coin. So I'm happy to park 2K in there. Next, I have $2,000 in a name that everyone's going to have heard about over the last month, Decentraland. Yep. Top Metaverse project, right? It's, it's, I think it's the number one market cap Metaverse project in crypto. What makes them so good? Like, why, why, why Decentraland over... So they, anything else like what they are they built the metaverse they already had the whole metaverse thing built before facebook came and made that announcement and then you know facebook came out and said we're changing our company name to meta we're going all in on the metaverse and everyone turned their eyes towards decentral and say wait a minute that's exactly what this company's been building for years already they already have a metaverse where you can buy virtual real estate make digital artwork trade explore all that kind of stuff exists already on the Decentraland metaverse. So they were one of the early adopters and one of the leaders in that space. So that market cap has exploded. And as soon as that announcement came out, I posted in the Discord, Decentraland. This yep. is this is the pick. And I think it's like 3X from there. So it's become one of my larger positions. Mm. And, you know, um, people that would argue with me would say, well, it's already spiked so much. But I would say, do you think that the metaverse explosion is over? I think this is just the start of it. Yeah. You know, every company is going to metaverse. So there's going to be companies that are working with Decentraland to build their own metaverses or they're going to be coming onto the Decentraland metaverse and the prices of the virtual real estate on the Decentraland metaverse are going to be going up. There's so much opportunity now that everyone is adopting metaverse. The leader in the space is, is somewhere where I'm happy to park my money in. I think they're, what are they sitting around? Top 20? Yeah, they're sitting at number 24 at time of recording and just under an $8 billion market cap. Yeah. So, you know, obviously these projects that I picked in my portfolio are a lot less risky than Josh's, um, but it's just a different way of building a portfolio. I still see a significant upside in these projects, even over the next three to six, however long months the bull run is. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going for the, like the 20, the 20, 30 X's. Yeah, for sure. And I have one, or, I have one of those in my portfolio. I'll get to it at the end. <laughs> um, but that's, that's, so that's the second one. So $2,000 in Decentraland. Um, the third one in the mid cap section, which also $2,000 is going to go towards is an ad project. I know you love, which is Hedera Hatchcraft Uh H bar. Um, great pick. Yeah. I mean, first off you start off again, the partnerships, who are they working with? Google, IBM, Boeing, like just like when it comes to LG. Yeah. When it comes to partnerships, you, you go to, you go to their website and have that huge web of the Hedera Hatchcraft universe or whatever it is. And it's just like all of these top corporations in the world. We talk about that all the time. It's the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. It's who you're surrounding yourself with. You know, you look at some, some of the best books you ever read or some of the best advice. You, it's like surround yourself with good people. Surround yourself with people trying to make you better. When you can surround yourself with those type of names, yep. man, they're developing something 
big. Excellent. 100%. And so what they're doing, Hedera, is Hedera Hashgraph. So they're building Hashgraph technology. So it's a bit different than blockchain technology, which the lion's share of crypto projects are building. Mm-hmm. What Hashgraph technology is, it's, it's like an alternative to blockchain. It is, although it's less decentralized than the typical blockchain, it can provide faster transactions, lower costs, um, better, uh, I think uh, like different type of security. But the fact is, there's a lot of haters because it's less decentralized. For now. For now. But that's the thing about HBAR, right? Yeah, it's, it's the fact that they, they're trying to make it right, right? They're trying to do it right from the beginning. Mm. So it's, decent, it's, it's centralized now, but it will be decentralized later. Yeah, so it's very much a long-term play. Yeah. Um, I think what, they, what they've seen is a lack of adoption in their ecosystem where projects like Solana... Avalanche, Elrond Gold. We've seen the projects. We've seen the marketplace. We've seen the adoption. And that's really what makes the coin price really explode. Uh, we haven't seen that yet with HBAR. We haven't, no. But it's coming. Yeah. I, like, I just know it. I've seen the. T- I, I've read about the technology. I've read about the partnerships. I see what they're building. And they just had a, no, not just, a few months ago, that $5 billion investment fund into the ecosystem from the Hedera Governing Council. That's the beautiful thing of having the Governing Council. Right, five billion dollars. Huge, it's more than their market yeah. cap was at the time, I think. And they've been consolidating for a while too now. Like they've yep. been, but their chart is it's like it's always going up. Yeah, but it's just been hovering around this thirty-three cent range for the past. Feels like forever. Yeah, because I keep adding to this position for sure. Um, but it, they're they're number thirty-six right now, ranked at a six billion dollar market cap. Yeah, they have. They've never had like that one month period like Solana had, where it like tripled. You know, yeah. but. You know, you could argue those are the types of projects you should be investing in because if you really believe in the technology, that will happen. Exactly. So that's when I'm more than comfortable to put $2,000 of my magical $10,000 into HBAR. I love it. So that leaves me with $1,000. And it's going to go to one of our favorite projects that we talk about on the podcast, in the Discord all the time. $1,000 $1,000 is going towards Doge Dash. Doge Dash. You knew it was coming, baby. And if you tuned into one of our previous episodes, yep, you, you would have caught the, caught the interview with Paul yeah, Kaslin. So, so we actually interviewed the founder of Doge Dash in one of our previous episodes on this, which you have to check out. Um, but the reason is that I'm putting $1,000 of my $10,000 into Doge Dash. It's a small cap gem. It is the definition of a small cap gem, just like Somber Network was. Why it's so good is because it's the most fun, most simple play to earn crypto mobile game there is. It's yeah. just that simple, right? And there's so much coming down the pipe. Yeah. You know, it's not only is it just a simple game now, but when you talk to Paul, you can see the vision. You can see how transparent he is. Yep. You know, you can you can you can visualize the whole thing happening. And it's a simple game now, but the fact that they have this 3D game coming out later, yeah. You know it's going to he's slowly going to work his way into the like the 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 crypto heads like us, the right? Like the meta, it's the gonna be Doge, you're, the Doge dash. You're gonna first. put your VR goggles on, and you're gonna be running through this Sonic like yeah. subway, running up and down. Like it's gonna be so much fun. Yeah, and that market cap right now is sitting under 100 mil. Is it? Or I something? think it's yeah, like, hovering around 100 mil right now. Yeah, I think for me, that's that's the position in my portfolio, uh, my my magic ten thousand dollars portfolio that I could see easily 10x, 20x, 30x yeah. as it grows. As it is right now, it's a easy. Mario run style game where you collect coins that have real world value because you're collecting the actual Doge Dash coins. So it costs like a dollar to play and you can win a hundred dollars or something like that. Uh, But as it grows, it's going to become much more than that. There's NFTs. As Josh said, there's a 3D game coming out. Merchandise. He's building a global brand with that. They got the, he said something about a a cartoon. Yeah. As well. Yeah. There's just, there's, you talk to the guy, you listen to, to um, our, 
interview with him and you can just see their roadmap. They're executing. He's got a, a grand vision. So in terms of small cap gems, that is just one that I'm more than happy. Like I, I could have put more into that, yeah, um, but I for wish. the purposes of this, yeah. um, I think, yeah, a thousand dollars. That could go to ten thousand dollars for sure from that a thousand dollars. That's a great one. That's my and it's funny that it's a small cap, like small allocation. That was my girlfriend's first first investment yeah. too. And I think it's it's an absolute diamond, right? <laughs> it's good. I could have gone a different way. Like I could have done what you did with three coins. Um, you know, for people that don't necessarily have as much time to put into the checking the portfolio, knowing when to buy and sell, doing the research, you know, it's perfectly fine to take ten thousand dollars put 3000 into Ethereum, 3000 into Bitcoin, 4000 into Solana or whatever, you know yeah. what I mean? Like the blue chip projects that you know they're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. They will slowly climb up. It's Survive like the S- bear market. Yeah. It's like investing in Apple or something yeah. like it's just So like that's perfectly fine. You can, you know, you have to build a portfolio to the amount of time you're willing to dedicate to it, your risk tolerance, what you want to get out of it in the end. Um, so it's it's fine if you want to go with a smaller amount of blue chip projects, or if you want to go with a smaller amount of high risk projects, because you're looking for that 10 X, that's perfectly fine too. There's so many different ways to do it. And if you're, if you're in the Beanstalk discord, you'll see we have, we're putting out these small cap gems like Doge Dash, like Sombra all the time. We're posting about them weekly. That's like our forte. Our forte is identifying really like high valued, Mm. high use case yet to be discovered gems that can really do the 10x yeah because that could be another way you could do it too right you could you could put you have ten thousand dollars you could put five hundred dollars into 20 projects and you know we've had a couple of those where um we've seen like a 20x 100 percent, and you could play it that way too yep don't put as much money into like 10, 20 different like really low cap gems yeah, like yeah, potentially sure. just moon yeah like, you know one's gonna lose 80 percent of its value all it takes is two of them to go 20x and you've made it worth it, right? Exactly, yeah. Um, and again, there's so many projects to think about when you're thinking about building a lower cap, higher risk, higher reward portfolio. My recommendation would be go into the Beanstalk Discord and check the altcoins channel where Josh and I post all of our favorite small cap picks all the time. You scroll through there over the past few months and you're going to have like a hundred different projects that you can research and decide between. Yeah, it's a great great place to start if you haven't already joined or checked it out. Yeah, the links are uh, in the description of the video if you're looking. And um, yeah, so that's that's Josh and I's magic $10,000 portfolio. Someone write it down and um, keep track of it over the next three to six to 12 months and see who wins. And if you're listening or watching this on YouTube, don't hesitate to maybe leave your own um, you know, way you would spend your $10,000. Yeah, let's hear. I would love to see how others are going to be spending it because... You might have some really good projects that we haven't heard of yet, and we'd love to hear it. Yeah, comment below your ideal $10,000 portfolio, and we'll uh, we'll give it a rating out of 10. I <laughs> love it. Awesome. I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We appreciate y'all. Make sure to listen next week. It's going to be a fucking banger.